Hello, everybody. I hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Nerdin' Out with your boy, Tradell, the comic god. Now, today's topic, I think, is a fun one. Um, I have a love of movies and kind of horror as a whole. And I have one specific horror monster that doesn't get love anymore did for a little bit but i don't think ever has really gotten love they've always played second fiddle in my opinion and that is werewolves why do they not get any love that's my question i think they're so cool i think the transformation is dope um but they always play second fiddle to a vampire like literally and think think of anything with werewolves oh you're like oh remember uh Taylor, was his name, Lautner? He was a werewolf, right? Played second fiddle to a vampire. Oh, remember that movie with Lycans? What is it, Underworld? All the Lycans played second fiddle to the were- vampires. <laughs> they don't escape the shadow, which to me is frustrating as someone who really likes vampires. But, honestly... I think that there could be much more solo werewolf movies. There's some. American Werewolf in London, and then you got um, The Wolfman, which wasn't good. Uh, I haven't watched the old one, but, like, the newest one with, uh, with, um, I forget the main actor's name, but the one with him, not the greatest. Uh, I seen it when I was, like, I want to say 15, 16, and even then I was like, uh, it was rough. And then they had that same thing that uh, the Marvel movies do sometimes, is where uh, the villain of the story is also a werewolf. So now you have a werewolf versus a werewolf, and you don't know what thing is what. I hate that. I absolutely hate when that happens. That happened in Alien Requiem, too. No, wait, hold on. Predator, Alien versus Predator Requiem? I don't know, it's something like that, where there was the half- alien half predator and then at the end the alien half alien half predator and the predator had to fight and then it was so dark and they looked the same so you didn't know what was going on i hate that trope too and scary movies they got to get rid of that make your things different and distinct right that's why i like alien versus predator you can't um mix those up those are very different right but uh that trope seems like it's dying now because in the first X amount of Marvel movies, it's like, oh, Iron Man's just fighting a different version of Iron Man, and Thor's just fighting a different, well, Thor actually wasn't bad, um, in terms of its diversity of villains, even if they didn't do it right, the Dark Elves were something that could have been interesting, this is not about, (laughs) this is not about Marvel movies, though, I don't know how I got so off topic so quickly, (laughs) This is about werewolves. Alright, so, the topic is werewolves don't get any love. I don't know why there's not many good werewolf movies, even though the mythology, I think, is pretty cool. You turn to a werewolf at full moon once a month. Um, You could get it either by being bitten or scratched by a werewolf. Um, There are other mythologies. If you drink water out of the paw of, like, the paw print of a werewolf, that could also 
turn you into a werewolf, which is a weird one. That's definitely a weird one, but it's interesting enough that you can play with it, right? And werewolves are just like changelings. There's versions of it all throughout the world, so I'm sure there's a hundred ways you could potentially become one when you're looking at mythology specifically. But in terms of movies you can do, uh, I think it's so cool because it's all over the place. You can do uh, an interesting like body horror movie where the main character is the werewolf and you're experiencing their crazy changes and how that affects them. Um, and in that case, I think it's more of a lichen type deal when they change just at night rather than... Um, when there's a specific full moon. I think that's the difference between worlds and lichens. Let me know. I don't know. Um, you could also do a survival thriller where it's, you just got to make it till daytime, right? Which I have a pitch later on. That's kind of about this. Um, but you can make it a survival thriller. You could do a power fantasy. Um, I've had this idea of this character who kind of finds out about magic and finds out about curses, and he almost collects these curses to make himself stronger, which, like, what what does that happen? What happens if you stack werewolf on vampire on uh, uh, zombie? I don't know. I can't really think. <laughs> I don't know why those are the only two I'm thinking of right now. But um, what happens when that happens? You know what I mean? Um <coughs> I might have to make a short comic on that. Uh, if you don't know, I'm also an illustrator. Go check out Trudell the Comic God to see my illustrations follow. And yeah, no, I also have a monthly comic going. Uh, only the first issue is out now. But hey. anyways, back to topic. So a power fantasy where you're, I guess it'd be like Teen Wolf where you're kind of excited to have this werewolf power because maybe in your normal form it makes you kind of like super soldier level but then you could turn into this werewolf form and maybe you become some sort of lethal protector type deal right like a <laughs> like a venom um also you could you could if you want to do a love story like i have i have this written down beauty and the beast but werewolves? I don't know why I wrote that down, but I wrote it. I guess I had an idea for it at the time, but like, duh. How hasn't anybody done that, you know? Maybe they have, and I could be mistaken. But, um, obviously. And, uh, oh, Little Red Riding Hood. But, where? wait, did they do that? They might have done that with, uh, Amanda Seyfried? Seyfried? I don't know. I know she played uh, <coughs> Little Red Riding Hood. I think there might have been a werewolf in it. Uh, pardon if I cough. I still have uh, a little bit of cough from... Um, I went to a festival and then I got sick. And then cut to now. Still freaking coughing. A month later. Hate it. But... And you could also do an action-adventure type deal, right? It's like... Um, find the person who cursed you right if you because potentially if it is only a full moon thing um you only really transform 100 percent 
under the full moon. So that's a full month. So if you get turned, let's say you're on vacation, right, on in some country, and then you get turned, that, like you get bitten, you get the virus then, and then you go home, you live your life, and then the full moon comes, and then you freaking hulk out with your werewolf powers. Now you have to go on a whole adventure to find the person who cursed you, which I think is cool, and that does kind of lead to the last minute... Um, or to the, the end battle being like two werewolves or something, but I'm sure there's a better way you can do it. You know what I mean? Instead of, um, just having them fight. I don't know what that would be, but I think that'd be cool. Make doing an action adventure series based off of werewolves. But if you want, you could even have other, um, monsters, or magic or something of the sort in the series. So it's not just <coughs> werewolves. But honestly, I think the werewolf thing is better than... Yeah, no, I'd keep it just werewolves, personally, when it comes to that. Um, but I think that could be really fun, too. But these people are sleeping on werewolves. I don't understand it. It's such a cool idea. And what happens when you have a pack of werewolves, like a, bun like a bunch of people, and they all turn at the same time? Wouldn't that be tight? I think that'd be so cool. What would happen then? Who's going to fight that? Right? Because even if we're going to bring up like a stronger monster, vampires can't usually stand up to full-fledged werewolves, right? they got to get them when they're not transformed. So, Which I do like that trope. Right? That the werewolves are stronger one day a night, but like every other time, the vampires. So they they could catch them slipping. It's interesting. Oh! We could do a gang war. That would be cool. A bunch of new vampires and new werewolves, and there's almost like a gang war in some urban area of these two people. I think that would be better as a book or a series rather than a movie, because... I feel like you would need a protagonist on each side. And then when there are losses, you feel them for each side. But then, yeah, and then they're equal in that point of view. So that could be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I just came up with that one now. That was <laughs> me going off the cuff. But um, I think there's so much things you can do. People are missing out, and I love werewolves. I've always loved werewolves. I've always said I'd rather have the uh, werewolf power than the vampire power. Because, A, as mo I, I'm, I'm medium on the sunlight, but I'd like the sun not to kill me. You know what I mean? And um, I've always liked the fact that you get some powers when you're just a regular human. And then you become this weird animal that you kind of have to control, right? You can't go too far out, but you can't... Um, but you you got to kind of rail yourself in. But it's only for one day a month, right? We're vampires. You can't go outside. You're apparently always hungry, so you're trying not to bite everyone you know. That sucks. You can't see yourself in a mirror anymore, which, like, come on. Oh, by the way, I was thinking about vampires and how they couldn't see themselves in a mirror. And I've always thought since I was little, like, what if my reflection got out of the way? And then I'm like, that would be a cool new power 
for vampires that they could like travel through mirrors and reflections. It's just something I was thinking about, but I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, um, what's her name? Brule in, uh, in One Piece, right? You get access to this weird mirror verse where you could kind of just like hop in and out of everywhere as long as it's a public space. But if you try to hop into a place that's not a public space, right? The whole, like, you have to ask permission rule, you could die. That way there's like stakes there. That would be fun. And then you could have a chase screen through the mirrorverse, right? And if there's like a bunch of them, like a blade situation, you could throw people into houses and then they would like disintegrate on their way through. Whoa, tight. Anyways, <laughs> um, I think that would be pretty cool. This is why I need um, funding, guys. Anyone at uh, Netflix is listening. I have so many ideas. <laughs> but, um... Okay. So... I'm mad that werewolves don't get love. But... There are other monsters that I think should definitely get more love, too. And, um... That would make awesome movies, I think. Uh, so, I'm gonna just read a list of them real quick. It's not a whole list, but it's a list. Okay, first off, um, Skinwalkers. I think this is cool because you can have a... Um, you could have just, like, there's an extra person there. And why is there an extra person there? Who Who is this guy, right? We came with 10 people, there's 11. What's happening? And it could be, like, a weird thriller where we don't even know who came in because we didn't see everyone until they actually got there. So... I think that would be cool. And then maybe to add more stakes, some people go missing. And you're like, huh, what's happening? I don't know what skinwalkers actually do, but I know they can impersonate people. And they can also impersonate animals and things. So I like the idea of things just kind of weird happening. And that that that's most of the idea. That's, that's half, it's half-fledged, but whatever. Bring mummies back. Mummies from ancient Egypt. We like that. Right? They usually have some type of old Egyptian magic. They, um... I think they could look cool. I've designed some cool-looking mummies, especially if they're royalty. They used to get, like, all dressed up with their mummy stuff. So, there's potential for some cool designs out there. Right? And then you can, um... Also bring in, like, Egyptian gods and how all that stuff works. And there's a, a slight magic system or whatever. Um, I know that wouldn't be good for a whole movie, but it would be good for a TV series. And I think these are versatile enough that they could either be one or the other. Plus, I love Ancient Egypt. My comic book is based off of Ancient Egypt set in a ancient Egyptian fantasy world. Go check it out. Thecomicgod.com slash comics. <laughs> but, um, love mummies. And, come on, the first mummy movie, even the second mummy movie great they went a little bit off the rails i didn't even see the one with um tom cruise because i heard it was bad and i heard they tried to start a monster verse which i was excited for because i love monsters obviously i'm doing a whole episode on monsters so i was so hyped for and then i heard they killed it once they seen the movie was bad they were just like i don't know i guess we're not doing this because whatever so that really bummed me out 
I thought that could be cool. Like a Marvel-esque monster series. I'm going to do my own one day. <laughs> I actually think I might. But hey, we'll see. Um, so, oh, Mermaids. Mermaids would be a dope horror movie um, monster. Because, like... Yeah, sure. Oh, no. Mermaids are all cute, have red hair and blue eyes. No, they will drown you, right? In a lot of mythologies, they will drown you. So you could have, maybe it's set on a ship, right? Maybe it's set, you could even do it in, um, oh, what would be interesting is if you did, like, a group of Vikings, maybe, and they already, like, kind of know where they're going, but not really because this is back in the day and sailing's tough. And then they're just getting... The whole thing is set on one ship. I think that could be pretty cool. Um, and the ship isn't even that big. This could just be like a thriller. Um, or you can do it now. I think it's... you got to be isolated if you're doing mermaids. Because they're obviously in the water. So you can just... <laughs> <laughs> like, walk away from them if you're on the shore. Um, so, you gotta be on a boat, or, like, on a platform, or maybe it's a bunch of rich people on a yacht. I don't know. But, I think mermaids would be really cool. Plus, you could probably delve more into mermaid mythology and figure out um, some ways to make them a little more creepier. Uh, and more interesting. I heard uh, in mythology, if you still a mermaid's thing, that they can and like take it offshore um, or onshore, they can grow legs and try to get it. But you have a curse while you have the object. I don't know what the curse is. I don't know what would happen. But the mermaid has to get it from you. I don't know. It's weird. You could definitely do something about that, but I would probably put it on a relatively small ship, and that's how, that's how the movie would be. Um, small ship, you're out of gas, you gotta swim to shore, but you got these evil mermaids doing shit. I don't know. Uh, a Wendigo. Okay, you have a settler that turns into a Wendigo. What Wendigos are, are basically... It, greedy cannibals you get too greedy um you end up turning into a wendigo in or that's what i remember reading so i like the idea of having um a few settlers interacting with a um uh a native american tribe maybe and then Yada yada yada. There's only one settler settler left. It gets too greedy. It does X Y Z. Uh, possibly eats one of them because it's winter and they're starving. And they're like, you know what? This is how I turn. The movie needs you to turn into a Wendigo, and that's often how it is. But maybe honestly, it just uh, steals all their food or something like that, right? And then now it wreaks havoc. The hunger is there. They're slowly turning into this crazy beast with. Uh, um, long arms and antlers and all that jazz. Um, and then these uh, natives have to beat it, right? I think that'd be really cool. That's kind of inspired by um, Prey that just came out, and I thought it was a wonderful movie. I thought it was so good. The main actress is a very pretty lady, and 
a badass. So that was dope. The uh, the person who played the brother did so well in the role, uh, and it was just it was just really cool. I I really liked it. I liked the design for the Predator. It was different but the same. I know I'm doing a review for Prey now, but it was really good. I thought it was awesome. I watched the first Predator movie, and then I watched Prey, and I'm like, this is just wonderful. And I love the setting. I like like historical, um, historical movies. Always great. I'm watching uh, Lovecraft Country right now, and it's set in the 50s, and I like that the vibe is different, right? It doesn't look like everything else nowadays, right? Which most things are usually set in present time, so it's uh, it's just something, you get something different right off the bat, and I think that's awesome to have. All right, next is witches. I will always love witches, and I don't think there's enough that specifically feature witches. And witches can be so much, they could be anything. Spells can be anything. Demons, dimensions, you could all do this with witches. And I absolutely have a thing for magic. Uh, there's um, Agatha Harkness, Coven of Chaos. I'm very interested in what that is going to be because she's not a superhero. She's just a straight-up witch. So we're going to figure out what the heck's that going to be. And I am here for it. Obviously, it's not going to be a horror movie. It's probably going to be more like an action-adventure where she has to use magic to get out of whatever thing Wanda put her in. Spoilers for uh, WandaVision. But I'm here for it. And Coven of Chaos means that there's going to be a coven. There's going to be a bunch of different witches, which maybe they are the ones that get Agatha out of it. But I'm here for that because... <laughs> You give me magic, and I'm a happy boy, that's for sure. But when it comes to horror movies, I think witches would be a good villain for anything. Or one witch, right? You have one witch curse some guy, and you could have a cacophony <laughs> of different stuff happen with that, right? You could have a body horror thing. You could have a same action-adventure thing where this guy is changing and for the worse, he has some type of curse that keeps on doing X, Y, Z. So he has to find this witch to get it off of him. Now, I don't know if he has to reason with her or kill the witch, but he's got to do something. That's for sure. So I think that's awesome. And you can go anywhere with witches, too. You want to go to a different dimension? You want to go to hell? You want to go through the, the, the midpoints of reality? A witch can do it, because magic's magic, you know? That's what I think, anyways, so I think that'd be cool. Now, um, the last one I have on this little monster rant is the Jorogumo. Now, what a Jorogumo is, is a spider lady. And I think this can be another historical thing, and you could literally just have the tale of the Jorogumo, where it's some, um some like dope samurai who falls in love with this lady that he sees across the lake and she looks so pretty and nice and then slowly very slowly he finds out that she's a monster because the back end of her is a spider and she wants to eat the guy right maybe you have a few people missing 
that went there. Maybe um, there's rumors. That would be cool. Almost like um, how knights go to slay a dragon. Maybe there are rumors of a big monster in this area. And you have, like, there's already, like, five different samurai that went to go. But this big famous samurai who is, like, famous. <laughs> who has, like, a great reputation and the best armor. And he's top shit. And then he goes, and he falls in love with this lady. And slowly, he figures out that she's a spider lady. I don't know. I don't know how you end that being satisfying, because I guess it would be ended with the guy slaying the, the monster. But I think there's a better way to end that. I don't know if, like, it's... Hmm. I don't know if, like, the monster, like, that's her final person she needs to become human or something. Because that could be interesting, like, a, a different swap. Like, the monster gets a happy ending, which doesn't usually happen, so it could be fun to explore. But other than the, um, or maybe <laughs> the samurai and the monster actually do end up falling in love. And then there's a whole side story where the 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 guy has to figure out how to turn her back human, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't just have it with him just slaying the monster because that's boring, right? That's how everything finishes. Oh, the threat's gone and it's okay. Um, or <laughs> what would be fun is if he slayed the monster and then he went deeper into the cave just to see what was up. Hey, maybe there's treasure. Maybe there's riches. Like they, maybe I have to bring back all the the samurai armor that she um, stole from the samurais. And then he gets deeper into the cave and there's like a ton of different Jorogumos, just like hot ladies with spider bodies. And he's like, oh, well, I'm done here. And it just kind of cuts there. Like, he just has a sense of dread on his face, and it cuts. And you're like, oh, this problem is not over. Um, but that's a trope sometimes, too, so I don't know. But I think that would be fun. I kind of like when it ends, where it's like, you don't really know what's going to happen next. Will he destroy the nest of spider ladies? Or does he run out and never come back? Or do they get him? I like that open-endedness because you can kind of theorize on what would happen if the movie, if there's a sequel, which there usually isn't for movies like that. So that could be fun, but I don't know. I'm a writer, so I think I like thought experiments like that. Yeah. I don't know. But I think you could have a lot of fun with that. And... Me mentioning the Jurugumo. There's so much things in different mythologies that you could explore. That would be so fun to make on uh, as a as monster movies or monster series for movies. Um, there's I have a, a comic that I kind of wrote. I haven't drawn it yet, but I kind of wrote this a loose script for it and. It's a play on the Black Samurai, Yosuke. Um, 
and it's this big black dude and he's trapped in a japanese forest but um there are monsters rampant in this forest and they're all japanese monsters and there's a monster in japan yokai as they call it <laughs> where it's um it's just a wall right it just looks like a like a like a almost like a stone mat like a dead end and it'll keep on moving to almost trap you but you don't know you're going to be trapped that in and of itself i think could be cool maybe not as a whole movie but as like a 20 minute short i think that could be pretty awesome so there's a bunch of stuff in different mythologies that would be great but i don't think people explore different monster mythologies i think people kind of know what the base ones are people know zombies vampires werewolves um witches sometimes even though that doesn't happen much uh demons ghosts they know those like five or six so they're like oh we're just gonna stick with this because we could still do enough with it but i don't think that's enough right i like to see fun and new things but the problem with the entertainment industry is they don't like to take risks on fun and new things a lot of the time because they are spending millions upon millions of dollars so i kind of get it but i would love to just see awesome stuff and i'd love to see exploratory stuff and i'd love to see stuff from different creators from different regions of the world because that's where you get I like fun and weird things, and that's where you get fun and weird things, you know? And um, even when it comes to books, I don't see a lot of books that take place with these uh, different mythologies. More now than before, right? Um, I think Rick Riordan really started a trend with doing, starting off with Greek mythology, and then he went to Egyptian, and then he went to Norse, like kind of branching out with different mythologies and now i know he produces um books with other gods right like i think i have one that i haven't read yet but it looks cool and it's about like iron henry um the story of iron henry and i guess the guy gets like the will or the powers of him i don't know i haven't read it but i got it because it looked cool and it was produced it was like published by the i don't know produced by him or published by him i don't know what that's really called but i trust him as a name and i know he's good so i assume he wouldn't put his name on crap and i've read enough of his books literally half my shelf is his stuff okay not literally half my shelf but a lot of my shelf <laughs> is his stuff so i picked it up um now i don't know really I lost myself in thought. Anyways, I want to see more interesting stuff when it comes to monsters and gods and movies. I've always been saying this, though. That's why I made my comic not just a fantasy world. I made it an Egyptian fantasy world just because um, you could learn a little bit of Egyptian mythology from it. Not, like, too, too much, but enough that the world is based in there, so you're going to hear things, and you're going to be like, oh, that's interesting, I'll look that up, and it'll actually be based on something that's from reality, even if it's loosely, because I think that's fun, and if we always do high fantasy Old English elves and hobbits and humans and magic, then that's not 
as creative after a while, right? Like, how many people have done that? Most. And I'm not shitting on it. And I'm still, there's, there, I'm sure there's still hundreds of different story ideas that you can do that are still good, set in those places. But, like, why not something new, you know? Anyways, <laughs> enough on my rant on that. Um, I have an idea for a werewolf movie. Now I'm going to pitch it. All right. So I don't know what's going to be called. If you have a good name for this, <laughs> mention in the comments below. But what happens is a group of friends rent out an awesome cabin, right? Maybe there's 10 to 14 of them, I'm thinking. And they're in their early 20s. And they rent out this nice cabin right by the water. And they settle in. They have fun. They play games. We kind of understand and know who everybody, who everybody is in this and what their personality is uh, without the stress that's about to be coming. And then they start drinking. They start playing games. They get a little stupid. And then they play beer pong. And guess what? Somebody got naked mild. Now, if you don't know what a naked mile is, it's when you get when you're playing somebody in beer pong and you get none of their cups, but they beat you completely. You have to do something called a naked mile where you got to get naked, you got to run to one point and then run back, right? And that's your punishment for just being so bad at the game. We've all been there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, one of the friends gets naked mild. I don't know whether to make this character a guy or a girl, but at this point, I'm thinking you kind of feel for this character already. And then what happens is they do it. They take off their clothes. They run. They're supposed to go to the water. And then they come back. And you'll know that they'll be in the water because they'll be wet. It's very dark out. The There's cloud cover. There's the moon's out, but only kind of. Um, but it's mostly cloudy, so you can't see much. So the character strips, runs, and then they fade into the distance. Now. There's a beat, there's another beat, and another beat. And everyone went from cheering and yelling and woo, this is so funny and hilarious. Ha ha, you lost, this is what you get. They go from that to silence. And then eventually one calls out, hey, you all right? Nothing. And then there's another beat. And then another one. And then you hear kind of like a ah sound, right? Like a like a like a grunt. Like almost like someone stubbed their toe. And then the friends call out again. Then there's a beat. 
And then you see something coming from the darkness. And it's coming closer. And it's the friend. And they're like, oh. And then they look closer. And the friend, completely wet. But also, a scratch mark. Giant, four claws. From their shoulder, all the way to their stomach. Huge. And then, they're kind of all frozen. Like, what What happened? And then the friend kind of runs right past that. And then they're like, come on, come. And then everyone runs in the house. And they're like, what was that? <coughs> and they're like, I don't know. Did you see how dark it is there? I didn't see anything. But, like, this hurts. <laughs> Still in shock. But, like, this hurts. doesn't hurt yet, but it's going to hurt. I think it was a bear or something. It was huge. I seen a, 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 a shape, but I couldn't see what it was. And... Everyone's freaking out. One person kind of knows what to, they do. They're in their early 20s. So let's say one's in um, college for nursing. And they they kind of get treated up. It's not too deep, right? It won't need stitches. But it's still a big scratch. And that's unnerving. What the hell is out there? And then, as the night goes on, the person gets their clothes back on. They're like, okay, uh, this kind of sucks. Right, but my wounds are cleaned and they're gonna be fine. So let's start doing what we were doing before, right? So they end up drinking some more, partying some more, playing some more games. But the friend is slowly acting more and more strange. And then eventually we'll have the um the slow turn into a werewolf, right? Maybe they get better at the games, right? Maybe they, it's just, pro, like, something's different about this person slowly through the night. And then, and then that change happens, right? Where their arms start to elongate, their teeth start to grow, and then they turn into a legit werewolf. Now, obviously, everyone is scared, this is a big cabin. It's a nice cabin. They have a few floors. They could run around. They have places where they could close and lock stuff, right? And I think the crux of this movie is this isn't only a monster. This is your friend that's rabid and going crazy. So what do you do? Do you kill your friend to save yourself? Or yourselves, multiple, uh, 14, 13, 9 other people? Or do you try to wait it out till morning? We've been partying most of the night, so let's say this starts at 4 in the morning. When does the sun go up? Or not 4 in the morning. Let's make it 2. 2 in the morning. So you got to survive 4 to 5 hours and hope that Everyone can go home, okay? And figure out this whole werewolf stuff after? Or do you just say, screw it, this is dangerous, and go and kill your friend? Right? So it adds a whole nother layer than a regular monster movie. Oh, are we going to survive this? Right? Are we going to survive this? Can we all leave together? We're all good friends. Do I have it in me? to kill this monster that is my friend so I think that that adds a whole nother like psychological dimension 
that would be real fun. Now, I don't know how it ends, right? Because it poses those questions. Honestly, I would like, I would like, because I like happy endings. I would like if they survive and then the friend turns back and they're like, I'm sorry, guys, blah, blah, blah. And then they just go and figure it out. You have a second movie where it's the action adventure thing I brought up before where you figure out who turned you, right? They go back to where that cabin is or maybe like uh, four of them do rather than having that whole big cast. But I think, or you could have them just, just not make it. Right? So you have, um, there's an hour, there's a half hour until sunset. And then you just get pushed to that brink, that breaking point. And then you just, you have to kill the monster, right? There's, there's silverware in the house because it's a nice, it's a nice cabin. <coughs> and that's what does it, right? You could go either way with it. And then you add on a somber note where there's, they're coming back and there's one person missing, right? And then you see as the sun, hits the werewolf it turns back into the friend and they all just feel like shit right which is not a happy ending <laughs> i would rather not that but i would way rather the the other one that turns into like an action adventure movie right i think that would be cool and then if we do it a la um paranormal activity where there's a million of them we could have a backstory of what happened to the original werewolf after they beat it in the second one right um but yeah that's my movie pitch let me know how it is let me know if you have a name for that movie and i think that would be fun i love um cabin in the woods for example that was a great movie i love the college kid oh we're all partying and then uh oh something happens right so, yeah, let me know if you have a name for it. Let me know if you like that pitch at all. I think that extra dimension is something that sometimes you just don't get in horror movies. Um, and sometimes you do, like with zombie movies, that happens sometimes. But there's never usually a direct way to turn them back once um they're there and it's not them being themselves right sometimes oh a demon took over my friend but at that point the friend's so mangled and messed up they're gonna die anyways so what happens when they're gonna be back to perfect health as long as you just live this long or survive for this long you know what i mean i think that'd be cool and it'd be a cheap movie to make because everything is based in and around that same cabin um, and usually horror movies are cheap to make. So I think it would be a fun freaking movie, but let me know. And, uh, that's the end of the podcast. I'm trying to get some love for the werewolves. So, uh, <laughs> let me know, let me know what monster you would like to see in a movie because, I'm sure I miss some dope monsters that would be cool for a movie. Um, I think aliens are another horror trope that you don't see too much. Or not a horror trope, or another like uh, avenue that you don't see too much in horror movies that I think could be really cool. Because getting stolen by an alien, aliens being here, depending what type of aliens they are, reptilian... Well, uh, 
now that I'm saying that, there's <laughs> there's a whole franchise called The Alien and Predators. So, uh, the Predator franchise, those are all aliens. So, maybe I'm wrong on that one. Maybe it's the more generic ones I want to see, but maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I just went into another rant. Anyways, let me know if there are more monsters that you think would be awesome for movies. Because I know I miss some. Um, and like, follow, do all that jazz. If you want to see any of my art, I'm on uh, Instagram as uh, Trudell, the comic god. So please check that out. And yeah, if you like storytelling, follow, follow my socials and my YouTube and stuff. Because that's what I do. Alright, so... I appreciate you guys listening, especially if you're still around. Thank you so much. Um, if you have any, <coughs> excuse me, if you have any other nerdy topics that you would like me to cover um, or like to talk about, <coughs> excuse me, I've obviously been talking for too long because now I'm very coffee. But uh, if you have any other uh, nerdy stuff you want me to talk about, uh, let me know. Uh, I'm into comics, movies, manga, all that stuff. And I hope everyone has a beautiful day. Peace.